Hey, you're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show with me, PJ. Me, Ron. I'm Scott. Cue the theme tune. Welcome back. I, I wonder I've if the mic can pick up PJ's chair squeaking as he dances in the seat. No, because we've got headphones on, so we can't hear that. We're, you don't have headphones, so your weirdly shaped ears can pick up any noise from anywhere. Is that why you don't wear them? Yeah, Scott hears the ambiance. <laughs> I'm asking whether the microphone... That's a French ambiance. I'm not asking whether you can hear the chair squeak. I'm asking whether the microphones are picking it up. Oh, I can't a, hear it, so I'm saying no. Yeah, I can't hear it. You've got you, you, you've got little moustache hair that's slightly longer than all the other moustache hairs, and it's just right in the middle of your teeth. Are you jealous because you can't grow really, one? It's really annoying me. Are you jealous because you can't grow one? No, it's just it's making yeah. me it's making my whole body kind of wrinkle and go. I, I had wanna... a dream about you the other night. Ooh, sexy. No, <laughs> you say no. Um, I was Might be sexy for me. I met Jonathan Ross in your dream. In my or dream. Really? Right, well, in okay. really, yeah, but both, but in my dream. He was directing an episode of Lock and Key for Netflix, oh, right? Okay, which I was working on. Uh-huh. Are, you, are you working on that? No, no, no I'm not. Well, this is there's um, so many layers to I this know. stream. Fantasy all around here. I know. <laughs> um, and we met at a party after one of the days of shooting, and he mentioned that he was going to do a project with you, uh-huh. a comics project. Okay, I can confirm that that's not true. No matter what I did, no matter what I tried to say. I could not stop making you sound like a moron. (laughs) (laughs) Like, everything I did just made you sound worse and worse. Although the the, the thing is, he's met PJ. I know. So he said... said Dream dream Jonathan Ross might not have met me yet. He said said you were going to do this... this gig together, this comic gig that he was he was writing and you were going to draw, um, and I was like, oh, that's um, that's really that's really good. Um, that uh, hopefully lines up nicely with this other this other job that PJ's that PJ's doing. And there was an awkward silence. He's like, what what other job? And I was like, oh, there's this other. I can't. I, I don't remember what it was in the dream. I was like, oh, there's this other thing that he's doing um, around. But it's this, a dream. Around, yeah, it's a, it's a it's job. It's not a comic job. It's yeah. part of the dream. It just it, it is a it is a, a blur in the mist at the minute. Um, I was like, oh, that that oh that that's about around the time that we're supposed to be doing our thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, uh, oh, it's it, it, PJ and his schedule. And I mean, I, I I don't really know what way that's gonna that's gonna punish. Go, no, that's definitely when we're we're supposed to be doing it. And I was like, oh, I, I oh, actually, I remember. Way to make me look like I, a dick. I remember PJ saying he could bang yours out in a week. <laughs> <laughs> and I, <laughs> I was like, if there's anybody that can you know, bang out I, 22 pages in a week, it's I mean, PJ. That, that's the one phrase that doesn't sound like it was from a dream. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I think that's all I can remember from what I actually said. But I just could not stop making you sound like an idiot. Wow. That's, so uh, that's it's, reassuring. It's been like nearly... Uh, a year? Nearly three weeks since we last saw it. It's a long time. I've had no dreams about PJ. <laughs> This is my fir- this is my first PJ related PJ dream. I would point yeah. out I'm not yeah. even actually in the dream. No, you're not. No, no. you're not. You're just tertiary talked about. Um, <laughs> it's just your only connection to Jonathan Ross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was it. Pathetic. I was like, oh, you're doing the you're doing the the thing with PJ. I was like, oh, he's, yeah, he's just gonna knock yours out in a week. <laughs> Twenty two pages in a week, no problem. Oh, I wish. I wish. Well, well how was everyone's Christmas? 
Do you know, mine was sort of delightful in some ways. It was really nice. We had spent Christmas in our house, which was never happens ever. Did people come to your house? Yeah, yeah. And Annette hated it. Every single second of it, she could not abide it at all. Was this her she, first hosting? It was our second hosting. The first time was maybe 10 years ago or something. And she hated it then and vowed to never do it ever again. Is this for like stress reasons or? Yeah, she doesn't like cooking. Just doesn't like cooking. Well, I kind of went, well, I'll, cook, I'll do most of the cooking. I mean, I'll do all the cooking. I don't mind. So, no, I don't, I don't. And so, and I, you know, and the food was really lovely because it was cooked by us. And I mean, I say cooked by us. Marxies did a lot of the cooking. <laughs> pre, pre, pre beforehand. Marxies you sort some. of arrived at the end and heated it up? Heated some of it up. Not all of it. Not all of it. Um, but a lot of it. Uh, yeah, some of it had to be served cold. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I made I made Brussels sprouts, and we normally you, you made Brussels sprouts. Not not my not like from from the seed or anything. I mean, I, I cooked Brussels sprouts, right? Brussels sprouts. I cooked Brussels sprouts. I Utterly fried pointless. them. No, I fried them with bacon and a, a, a salt and pepper and uh, garlic butter, and they were amazing. They tasted them. I cut them in half, so they, they got really they're really crunchy and nutty. They're really nice. Completely surprising. Compared to how I'd always eaten Brussels sprouts in Annette's mum's house, smell like and a burp and taste like a fart. Yes, that was yeah, the, yeah. and uh, and have that that same texture as a fart as well as the other thing. Uh, and the thing is, Annette's mum was going, "I'm going, aren't these amazing? I've never had Brussels sprouts like this before." And she's going, mm, "Yeah, they're all right." But um, I posted on Twitter. I said, "This is how I made Brussels sprouts, and it tasted great." And this bloke. Who I have no, because sometimes your tweets travel, they travel beyond the people you know, your circle of friends. It's like having an argument in a bar and somebody from outside coming in going, what the fuck did you say about Brussels sprouts? That's, it was like that. Somebody came up and retweeted what I'd said and said, well, if you're going to cook them like that, you might as well throw out the Brussels sprouts because that's not even eating them. (laughs) What? What? And, uh, and this was on Christmas Day. <laughs> Christmas Day. And a Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> like you. Going, I'm going, how do, how do I respond to this? I mean, because it's like, I mean, I don't want to be rude to the guy. I mean, it's Christmas. Why not? He, he's he's rude just rude to you. <laughs> but it's Christmas. Fuck wanna, that guy. I want to kind of... You're not I mean, naughty holder. You, you, you can be rude to whoever you want. <laughs> well, I thought, I thought, well, I could do a funny answer. Weird Brussels sprout fetishist. <laughs> I, thought, I, could, I could go with a funny answer. I could say something like... Um, you know, I mean, why, why, you know, why put any, why cook them? Just eat them raw out of the ground with the dirt on them. That's how God intended it. And I thought, and I started typing up a couple of responses and I kept deleting them. Went, oh, fuck it. I just blocked them. <laughs> fuck it. And, and then I later on that week, I posted, um, so I'm making them again. I actually had Brussels sprouts on a day that didn't even require the eating of Brussels sprouts because they were so nice how I cooked them. I cooked them exactly the same the next time and they were delicious. And I've posted on Twitter, I'm doing Brussels sprites again. Up yours, Brussels sprites Nazi. That's <laughs> That was my response to it. I never he said it, though, because he, no. he was blocked by me. Blocked at that stage. But they were really nice. So, and yeah, everybody so, clapped. And everyone clapped. <laughs> everyone applauded. So, uh, yeah, so we had a nice Christmas dinner. My dad was around. Uh, Annette's mum was around. My dad. So oh, I thought your dad was going to your brother's house. He, oh, that was... Right, here's the thing, right? So, you know, John's in a wheelchair. My brother John's in a wheelchair. Uh, as You know, a fairly recent thing. He's disabled now. But John doesn't really do Christmas. He would come down to my dad's house and my dad doesn't really do Christmas either. Yeah. He would begrudgingly do it. And then my youngest brother lived at home and he would have been the one that would have put up, put up the Christmas. Because my mum's long gone. My mum's gone now 15 years or so. Um, he would have been the one that would put up the Christmas tree. Uh, but he's off to China for a year. 
So my dad's sitting there with this disheveled looking begrudgedly put up Christmas tree, which he would never have done if if anyone else was there. He's just going, I'm not doing Christmas, but he put it up. So there's already a kind of, you can always sense that he's feeling a bit lonely around Christmas time. Uh, we couldn't get rid of him. Fuck me. We could not get rid of him. He was around the house every day. It's just, he wouldn't leave. He kept coming around, sitting down and watching TV and going, oh, this is good. I'm going, what are you doing at my house? Anyway, so, so he, he, I went up to John. He went to, where he went to Canada just before Christmas. And in Canada, he, he, um, I'd gone up just before this and said to John, um, uh, so John was in his bed because he couldn't get out of the wheelchair. And John's house is, it's, it's a, a council flat. John went to Canada. No, no, my, my dad went to Canada oh, just right, immediately okay. after this. I went to, just before we went to Canada. I went up to John's house with my dad. So John's house is a council house that's not been adapted for a person in a wheelchair. He's had to adapt it himself because they they need to do so. That means the floors are kind of not right. I mean, the whole place looks like it's going to fall in on you. Uh, and uh, he, it, my dad's going. Oh, I don't know what to do for Christmas. Sure, I'll come up to you. And John's going. Well, I'm not doing anything for Christmas. I don't even want uh, Christmas decorations up or Christmas trees. Uh, and my dad's going. Oh, but sure, you'll make me something, won't you? John's in a fucking wheelchair. He's only in a wheelchair. My dad's going, oh, I'm feeling a bit lonely and sad. Can I come up and sit with you while you make me Christmas dinner? Right? From in, your wheelchair. In, from your wheelchair. In your house that's not been adopted for someone in a wheelchair. So, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to make you think that he's not capable of doing any of that stuff. The problem is that the environment that he's in is not set up for someone in a wheelchair. No. So when he goes into the kitchen, he has to do a three-point turn to get out. Right. There's no, there's no, he can't, you can't, there's not the space to make things in there. Yeah. Right. Well, and you know what Christmas dinners are like. You've got lots of stuff going on. So he gets in there. Brussels sprouts goes into the, the thing, opens up the fridge. He can't get out again. There's no, the, the, all the ob- all blo- exits are blocked. So my dad's Is everyone going, just making Brussels sprouts in your head? <laughs> I think that's what everyone does at Christmas, isn't it? That's I mean, what we all tur- do. Turkey's a pretty, a pretty big part of it. Turkey, I hear they like ham too. Turkey, ham, oh, Brussels sprouts, ham. all of that. It's only because I made nice Brussels sprouts. That's all. That's Hang all. on, if you don't like Brussels sprouts, you don't like ham. What do you like? Turkey. Adamant. Turkey, roast potatoes. Okay. I like jive turkey. Ah, jive turkey. <laughs> that's, que- that's questionable. <laughs> Gravy, sausages, cranberry sauce. Mm, all nice. Gluten-free sausages? Yeah, gluten-free sausages. Okay, where do you get those? Everywhere. Okay. Like well, most should, of the Denny's ones should, are gluten-free now. I should have got some gluten-free sausages. Yeah, most of the Denny's ones. I had lovely gluten-free stuff that was really nice. Oh, yeah, anyway. we had gluten-free stuff as well. It was great. Anyway, yeah. anyway, John doesn't want to do Christmas, right? So the, the thing is, there's we have cousins up in Newcastle where John is, and John's gone, I would rather go to one of my cousins, who they are going to do a big Christmas thing. And I will just wheel in there, sit down, eat my meal, and then leave. I'll go in for the chaos and then leave and not have to deal with any of the after effects of it. It'll be brilliant. And my dad's going, oh, what, what am I going to do for Christmas? Now, as it happens, the only reason we're staying at home this year is because Annette's dad's still in hospital. Yeah. So Annette's mum's coming down to ours for Christmas, or came down to ours for Christmas. And, well, do you want to come to our house for Christmas? And uh, I says, Annette's mum's going to be there. And he perked up. I, I had to remind him she was married. <laughs> Jesus. That's not a thing you have to remind. You want to remind your dad. My mother-in-law is still married to my father-in-law, who's in the hospital. But don't get any ideas. So, so. <laughs> I'll make his brother and sister yet. He thinks. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So, so. At least that's mother-in-law's of age. <laughs> She's 11 years older than me, which puts her too young for my dad, or too Hold old on. for my dad. Hold on. Annette's mum is 11 years older than me. Annette's mum is 16 years older than Annette. 
and then that's five years younger. Hold, than me. Uh, hold on, hold on. This is one of these horrible, horrible like the things. The mathematic Olympics that we had when you tried to figure out how many ways there was to make a threesome. You're trying to trying to get, trying <laughs> to get into Methody College. I don't like the segue we've got from my mother-in-law to threesome. <laughs> that's not a thing you should be doing. <laughs> Mind bleach. So your mother-in-law's only 11 years older than you? Yes. yes. That's weird. It is. Well, I mean, we've been... De- Annette and I've been together... <laughs> we've been together 25 years, right? That, that doesn't matter. The, the age gap so, no, between no, your no. mother and you are still Annette, the same. When I started dating Annette, I was 25, and Annette's one was 36. And that seemed like a fucking so you ancient age. So you could have conceivably better in the pub. No, no, stop you it. You could have dated just... her? No. Like 25 and 36? Like that is a no. pr- I have friends who are married with that sort of age gap. I, I, I'm, yeah. tw- I'm 12 years older than Susie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, what, listen, oh, what no, could have been? My, my relationship status is perfectly normal and valid. You guys are making it weird and freaky with your strange comparisons. No, that age gap is weird. It's not weird. It is weird. It's not, it's my weird for a relationship you're in it's not weird for your mother-in-law to be it's that old we- it's weird whenever you're going around to your mother-in-law's house and you're old enough to be mates we're ma- not- making it weird with our inconvenient mathematics mathematics that let's face it a child could do <laughs> another time probably hey, whoa, wasn't whoa, whoa. there may be 11 years gap between us now but back when we started going out, no. I was 25 and she was 36. No, no. <laughs> no I'm saying... like, like a when, you're, when you're 50 and 61, that's not a big... I mean, why am I explaining this? So I mean, when you're, when you're, you're, when you're using the term ex- explain very loosely. <laughs> so, so Annette's not 40 yet. No, no, Annette's 46. Annette's 46, 45, 46. All oh, right, okay. So Annette's not 11 years younger than you. No, 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 of course not. <laughs> why would she be, why would there be a perfectly symmetrical age difference between me and Annette and Annette and her mum? Because it would be fun for the story. <laughs> it would be, yeah, yeah, it would be good for the story, yeah. but it wouldn't be good for truth. Fake news. That's what you're doing, fake news. <laughs> Put a bigger gap between her mum. Although, and her. this year was my 50th birthday, right? So, yep. 20th of December, I turned 50. So, and, wait, hit and, the button. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> 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 we have a new producer, Pablo. Pablo can't talk because he doesn't have a mic, but he does have control of the buttons. So let's hear. Can you do a ding? Yay! There you go. It's like having See, a trained dog. He's actually, it's actually here. <laughs> it's a Pavlovian reflex. <laughs> Pavlovian. Do you, you get it? Anyway, anyway. So I turned... something else you're trying to explain to us. <laughs> Leave me so alone. The big you. five-o. The big five-o. Yeah, I turned fifty, which was a non-event. And I mean, uh, like, your student loan got wrote off. Let's, let's oh fuck let's, yeah. Let's, let's not fuck call it a hell. non-event. That's amazing. My yeah. student loan wrote off. I, I was talking about that with Hannah the other night, and she went, "This is never going to happen to us." Well, no, Hannah's Hannah's will probably get written off. Right. I think so. She doesn't. Have, she doesn't. She doesn't have your high earning potential. Well, no, she has the potential, she but she's got she, she, student loan, and I don't have a student loan. Well, that's right. You don't do. I didn't go to university. Oh, I see. I, Fuck I, that noise. I have genuinely been afraid. I, well, like even before I had kids, I could see the writing on the wall about student loans and thinking. My kids are going to have like twenty, thirty, forty thousand pounds worth of debt. Eh, just, before, tell them not, just tell them not to go. They do anything, but they want to go. They're smart and they want to go to university. It just seems madness to me that that kind of level of debt. Uh, I mean, I got... It is madness. Uh, I have six six or seven grand's worth of student loan Not anymore. Not anymore. Um, but it, st- it started about four or five grand and then ended up being about six grand. And I had to pay it back when it hit 
28th, well, I, my earnings hit 28,000 pounds, which fuck you, tax man, they never did. <laughs> it's more like a fuck me, but there we go. Um, so, and then this last two years, then I suddenly earned enough to have to pay it back. So this past two years has been me looking at my at the calendar going, come on, 50, come on, 50. Oh, have another 136, you bastards. Uh, but now it's written off. As far as I know, I've got to phone them and just double, double check. But I think I ended up own them about three grand or something, something like that. So Sometimes you can get away. I've heard of people just phoning them up and going, look, say you owe like 12. You're like, I'll give you eight. Yeah, no, you can do that. And we'll, they just, sent, call, and we'll just call it quits. Sent, they sent a letter out to Annette that said, hey, look, you owe us whatever it was, eight, eight, 12 grand or something. Uh, but, you know, we'll take four. <laughs> <laughs> and then that went, well, if I had four grand, I would be paying back my student loan, wouldn't I? I mean, <laughs> no, no. But I mean, if I had, if if I had you, four grand, if I had four grand in the bank and a student loan, the last thing I'm doing with that well, money yes, that is, is paying true. off my student that loan. That is true. But the point I'm making is, if you uh, like to have four grand saved, yeah, is you'd, a be, you'd need huge to be a, obstacle. Yeah, you'd it's need not, to be you need to be earning as, yeah. you need to be earning enough to be repaying the loan monthly anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to have that amount saved. Yeah. So it's it's a kind of it's it's like they're expecting. I think they're probably expecting quite a lot of people to go. Oh, you got me. <laughs> oh, you guys. Oh, I do have a lot of money in the bank. Come I here, you knucklehead. I haven't been telling you the truth about it. Okay. Shucks. Um, so, so, yeah. So, getting that Rudolph was a good present. Did you get any other good presents? I got, um, yes, I, I got Al Ewing's Hulk Omnibus, which is really cool. But it's a Panini collection, so it collects like... 12 issues or something. Oh, okay. It's fucking huge, big. It's like the Hellboy Omnibus. Uh, a big, thick uh, yeah, paperback. Big, yeah, so yeah. it'll be a good big read whenever I sit down and actually have the time to read it. I well, see, what, I'm going to say, over under on PJ not reading that before next Christmas. <laughs> he doesn't read anything. He just no. looks at the pictures. He yeah. read stuff. What are no. you talking about? I guarantee you're not I've already read, read a load of that on pirate websites. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, because I've, I've been talking about it, and I, I know it's good. It is good. Um, so, what else did I get? I can't remember. It was like, oh, oh, shit, no, it, oh, balls. I forgot to bring it with me, too. It would have been a visual thing. My dad got my birthday present, right? My dad doesn't get me birthday presents. You know that. He, 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 I mean, you, he gets, you took it up with him when he was on the podcast. I, I did. Nobody, nobody has heard that, but... Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. when my dad was here. The first I, thing he did, PJ's dad sat down, oh, cracked open a beer, and PJ goes, why didn't you get me a 16th birthday present? Yeah, 17th. But anyway, that's... Why am I, mean, I me? <laughs> he, he generally has... I, right, so from an early age, I just assumed, I thought what was happening was... My parents were waiting until I was 18 to give me a car or something, a big present. They'd go, here you go. And when they forgot my 17th, I was convinced. It's like, it's like you're like, you think you're going to be Harry Potter and your parents are going to go turn around and go, yeah, look, we've been keeping this from you your whole time. You're actually Bill Gates' son and you're a millionaire. And we've just been looking after you for a while. Um, I, I, Ron seems to be signaling for a plane to land or something. I don't know what he's doing. He's, he's playing with his mic thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What? No need for that to be commented on. Right. Zero need. <laughs> I can't. Monkey see, monkey say. That's that's my motto. I mean, you've been fidgeting with a box behind your back for like the last ten minutes, and nobody's brought that up. <laughs> that's very true. This isn't the box. I thought this was the box that I had my uh, my dad's birthday present in it. For, okay. Right. So anyway, seventeenth birthday, no birthday present. Lots of birthdays passed, no birthday present. His sixtieth birthday, we threw a surprise birthday party. Uh, we every year come around his birthday. What do you get me for my birthday? So we have to get him something for his birthday anyway. And I kind of get fed up with it and go, well, he never really gets me anything. Seems so you should take a more proactive approach. Well, sometimes I'll get. There was one one uh, Halcyon year where he bought everyone Halcyon. Halcyon. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Dictionary Corner. Um, 
We need a dictionary sound. Can we have a ding for that? A dictionary ding? I mean, are we just going to have different pitches of dings? Give him a ding. Yeah, give him a ding. There you go. Uh, a bluff. No. <laughs> um, what do you call it? So he never, never gets me anything. Generally, it'll be, if he gets me anything at all, it's money. I don't know if you recall this, but my 40th, 40th birthday, I was hoping to get like something from my dad. Job. Not from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, that was, oh, oh, that's, that's going to set me back in therapy by about nine years. Um, so no. Well, like you'd go to therapy. <laughs> After the disaster of my 40th, I thought, well, at least I'll get a, like a book token from my dad. But that was the year he decided to buy me beer or something. I can't remember. It was something stupid. It was the year so, you stopped drinking. Anyway, this year he came around and he said, I've got you this. I went out and got you this. 50th birthday, mind. It was a box of socks. Ah. The socks were comedy socks, uh, unpaired comedy socks. Six individual socks with goofy faces on them. I'll have to. I'll post a picture on the thing, and and it says on the back of the, the packet, it says makes sixteen pairs. And I was kind of going, "Oh, here we go, maths again. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up, folks. It makes sixteen pairs because you can pair any two of them together because none of them are paired. They're individual comedy socks." I went. Okay, so a two pound pair of socks my dad bought. That's my first. And I thought, well, there's a box underneath that. Maybe it's like 50 quid or something. More socks. <laughs> He's never bought me socks before. He's making up for lost time. He really is. And they're all, they're all horrible. They're all like the brightest colored socks. And now my dad is colorblind, but even that's no excuse for like these monster socks. And I'm going, and I really, I didn't have the energy to pretend to think this was good. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I went, thank you. I just put them down. And then he phones me a couple of days later. He says, oh, I need, I need something. Um, I need, um, oh, what does I need? I need, I said, do you need some socks? He went, no, why? Have you got socks? <laughs> I went, yes, I'll, I'll sell you some. He went, oh, I don't need socks. I went, they're the ones you got me for my birthday. I'm making, I'm doing a joke. He went, oh, no, oh. Well, if you want to sell me them, I'll buy them off you. <laughs> so... I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, uh, at this point, I don't think I'm going to get a, a massive surprise for my 60th, which is the next birthday I've got to celebrate. And it was in the car. We were driving down the car. And it turns to me and goes, I can't get over that you're 60 now. Or 50. I can't get over that you're 50 now. Like, you're 50? Do you not want, like, a younger woman? You could find a younger woman. You got one. <laughs> I, well, yes. That was the first point. Um, I want, he actually wants an 11-year-older woman. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was a good musical cue there by Pablo. I, I, you're really on the ball with that one. Um, <laughs> uh, no, so much mind bleach for this show. I got, um, no, she goes, and then she laughed. She went, what did she say? She went, um... I can't remember. She basically just laughed then. That's not like dude there. There was, <laughs> there was an end to that story. I forgot what it was. I mean, does Annette think? She thinks I'm really sexy. Yeah, when, that when, was that. No, 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 I, no, no. Let me correct that. She thinks I'm really like. Do you know the angels from Doctor Who? The the the, the thingy ones, the ones that the move. ones that close when you when you close your eyes. Yeah, they move from and blink. Then you close, yeah, from blink. You know, those ones. Yeah. Annette thinks I'm like quantumly handsome. When she looks at me, I'm ugly. But somehow, when another woman looks at me, I suddenly become insanely attractive, and they they, they swarm onto me. Oh, like you're Schrodinger's Schrod Schrod catch. Schrodinger's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> catch. All right, we've got our episode title. Right, write that down. Write that down. This is why you need paper when you're doing a show. You see, you, you stuff like that. Um, but 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't see it. I accept you can't see it. It's no, fine. it's not that I can't I mean, see I it. Can't see it's it. not that I can't see it. It's just interesting that there's no, there isn't, a, there isn't a good way to say this. <laughs> it's never but stopped you. Apart from, well, I guess you don't have any student debt anymore. Mm. What is a nat thing? That <laughs> what is my what tax? A, yeah, what is a, what is a nat thing that you're bringing to the table that a younger woman is going to be interested in? <laughs> I don't know. With the utmost respect. <laughs> I feel like there's not a lot of respect there. I'm in the city. Like, if I don't turn around and be like, do you not want the younger one? It's like, who, who do you think is going to sit down yeah. and talk to me? <laughs> like, <laughs> a young nurse. Yeah. Like, what What do you think? Who do you, what? You're talking, you don't, you're talking. 20 year old do you think is going to come and sit yeah. down and talk to me about the shit that I want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the, like, when Annette and I met, so I was 25. And her mum was 36. <laughs> her mum was 36, which I was unaware of. <laughs> But Annette was tw- Annette was nineteen, and I'd already decided at that point I'd had enough of anyone under the age of twenty one, because all the it was all about university, and you know it was like I can't. You keep repeating the same conversations over and over again. I was like I can't do that. And then when Annette and I met, and she was nineteen. No, we've been together so long. Genuinely, I wouldn't know how to converse with anyone ten years old younger than me. I would be confused. I would not know what to say. And that's just normal people. Not not like not anybody not, that you're trying to Scott, romantically. Scott's more than ten years younger than you. Yeah, I mean that's true. Yeah, but only in age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean mentally, I'm superior. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. My grasp on mathematics is <laughs> that of a twelve-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> I think you need to listen back to our last show. That's where your mind went. <laughs> Twelve comes right after eleven. <laughs> That was that was my thinking. <laughs> How was your Christmas? I got stitches in my back. What? What? <laughs> that crack is supposed to be there. Yeah, uh, no, not not it's anymore. For to come out. Not anymore. Got tired of it. <laughs> can you can you do the back, up. back sacking crack? Comes Just out. Stitch that up. Comes out like a per- Play-Doh hairdresser now. <laughs> tired, tired of that shit. <laughs> Play-Doh hairdresser. <laughs> so what happened to you? Like literally, the, I finished work on the Friday, and I I had a um a, a hospital appointment on the Monday, which was a like a three or four month review thing of a mole that I had on my back. Okay, um, mm, five which I think, stars. I think yeah, I think we Would talked buy about again. <laughs> I think that we talked about it on the show because we were talking about how they actually have a photography it lab in the or sounds, photography studio. Sort of thing we I, don't think about. So. I mean, I'm pretty sure we when we talked about my thing on my leg, you were so grossed out by that. It felt like you never wanted to have conversations about things on people's a bodies. Mole, a mole is something very different to pointing at something on your leg, going, "I don't know quite know what this growth <laughs> is." This can year, somebody else? Can somebody else take a look at it, please? It's, it's gone. My growth is gone. Well, thank God. I yeah. mean, your growth left you a long time yeah. ago. Did I just wash off? Or? <laughs> I know, it was ringworm. Ah, I think. Oh Jesus! <laughs> right, we'll get, but we'll get back onto that in a moment. Um. So yeah, it was, I, I think we talked about it because we talked about how there was a like a full on photography studio in the hospital like like a proper <laughs> I mean, like I, yeah, yeah, i'm picturing like yeah, backdrops and everything I, I, been, I went to the photography uh, studio yeah for, yes. for your for your weird bendy and thumbs for, for my bendy thumbs yeah. thumbs yeah <laughs> which i which i went to see the genetics specialist about the other day couldn't be less interested <laughs> <laughs> these were film stars nearly in their time these bendy thumbs he was like 
show me your thumbs. Show me. <laughs> <laughs> and he sort of, I think his eyebrows barely went up. Oh, he might have those eyebrows that don't he, move. Yeah, he might have the same eyelid thing as you do. He just looks disinterested all the time. <laughs> Took a family history. It was like, any history of a you know, stre- stre- stretchiness in your family? I'm like, any no. history of stretchiness? a photo of everyone in your family? And like four generations of you all doing a thumbs up. Nobody did. He didn't want to see photographs of my parents. See who I looked like. And I'm like, I looked like my mom. And he goes, okay. <laughs> like, if you say so. <laughs> and then he took some blood took some blood and he was like if, uh, if we find any interesting genetic markers we might take this further but he just to what not, end yeah. <laughs> to what end what are they going to do to your thumb they're going to do nothing let's to see, me let's this find out like, the limits of the bendiness of this thumb in no way are they going to do anything that's going to benefit me <laughs> <laughs> it's purely to add to the research to the, si- the breadth in, of scientific I, this is on Sunday morning I went I went to the hospital and uh, I was sitting outside the guy's waiting room and a guy came out who had a, a leg that had to be six inches shorter than the other one <laughs> And I'm sitting there going, there's no way. I thought you were going to say how a bendy leg. And it was there was no way him. my my eyelids are in the same leg as that guy's leg. There's a room full of people with stuff going on. There's like literal, oh literal mutants coming out of the room. And I'm sitting here going, check out my eyelids. They're, Sometimes it looks like I'm sleeping they're and bit, I'm not. They're a bit stretchy. I felt like I was on the absolute worst version of like X Factor or something. Britain's got no talent. And he was just like this Indian Simon Coyle who was just totally unimpressed. I'm sorry, did you not see the man who came in with one leg significantly like, shorter than the other? He's like, this is what you've got to compete with. <laughs> As that guy's trying to get in the if lift, I, walking around in circles. <laughs> That's terrible, God forgive you. That's awful. Um, uh, so anyway, how, what, what oh yeah, so your mole then? So I went like three months You're ago or four months ago or whatever mold. it was. And they were like, yeah, we'll take a photograph and come back in, in a couple of months. And then I was supposed to go back in November, but it got cancelled due to the strike action. Oh, yeah. Which, perfectly fine. Up the nurses. Um, <laughs> that's in support of them? Yeah, that's in support okay, of them. Okay, thank God. Because it was um, hard. That could have been either way. And, uh, I mean, perfectly fine. Up the nurses could be a, <laughs> a decent title for this show as well. So, yeah. So, then I went back on the Monday to the, the Monday after we finished for, for Christmas. Um, and it was a different doctor this time. It was a girl and she had the pictures from the photography thing on the screen. And then she was looking at my back and she was like, yeah, we'll probably take another look in, a, in another couple of months. And I was like, all right, okay. And then she kind of sat for a minute and she went, uh, can I have another look? And then she looked again. She's like, nah. it is a, it's a touch darker than it was the last time that she's looking at the screen. And she's like, but that could be the light. Yeah, in exactly. Here. It's the lighting in there. Like you're looking at it on a backlit monitor. Mm. Like all you're of like, these love, things. I work like, in color. Yeah, like yeah, everything yeah. could be going on. This yeah. is four thousand Kelvin in there. Yeah. Is that thing calibrated? <laughs> um, and she goes, "Look, this is just going to be something you're going to need to keep an eye on." It's and on your back. Like, the worst it's, on my, yeah, it's, like, it's on my back. If only I had Ron's stretchy eyelids. <laughs> and I guess I can get my wife to keep an eye on it. Whatever. And she's like, "Yeah." It's like your sex life's weird. <laughs> And then she goes, I guess it's, it is it is on the borderline, and I think it does look a little bit darker. Let's just remove it mm. to save any, like, messing around. And I was like, fine. So I was expecting, like, a um, here's a referral. We'll see you in six weeks. Come back in, and we'll, and we'll get it done. She goes, all right, Grant, let's do it now. And I was like, uh. Knives out. Okay. And she goes, we'll take you around to a theater room now, and one of the, the nurses or whoever will 
remove yeah, it for you. One of the porters will walk past and we'll get yeah. them to do it. Somebody will get it caught on their watch and, you know, <laughs> Bob's your uncle. Um, so, yeah, they took me into the theater room and gave me a bit of local anesthetic and then removed it and put three stitches in my back. Um, which was three stitches yeah that must have been a big fucker no it wasn't oh, it was really they small cut a, no, they, 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 they cut, cut a hole, hole so they have to I was, thing I was, and then I was imagining it was like those things they use to cut holes in windows the burgers oh use. yeah and it kind of goes right <laughs> yeah 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 like that there, it but it's not like that um, so yeah so, uh, three <clears throat> stitches and it wasn't it, it was fine it wasn't sore apart from the initial little prick yeah. from the, uh, the, the anesthetic um, heard like a bastard after and that no no I didn't apart from because it's a small on my back, mm. like that's oh, the part of your back that things. stretches the yeah. most when you bend over, and when you're getting in and out of the car, and when you're getting out of a seat, like that's where yeah. the kind of movement is. This is why is. you're unusually sat up straight. I now? am. So, uh, there is. It's the I stitches. Sat, I understand it now because we were talking earlier about how you lounge back lounge in backwards. the chair. Yeah, the stitches are out. Sat up like the you're stitches interested. are out, but they're still like still tender. got scab, and it's not, it's not tender, but it's just like I'm kind of cautious of it. I don't mm. want to get it caught on anything. Um. So like I get like they're biopsying it and stuff. I get results in like five five weeks, six weeks or whatever. But like they're they're not. She's not expecting. Well, yeah. she's they're they're looking for cancer. Yeah. But she's not expecting it to come up with anything. Yeah. So I'm not expecting it to come up with anything. But it's still like one of those weird like. Mm, I've got six, a mole right in, in right six around weeks my crotch. Is, God, here is, it comes again. Well, I've got two again. It's not the it's not the same one. It's, it's just different. the same crotch though. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> All right. Same well, crotch, fine. different if growth. Not, if you're not going to be interested, that's fine. I, 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 I was, well, never, I was never interested. It's only interesting to a professional. <laughs> and, and, and barely interested. Ron is a walking freak show and the guy was not interested in him at all. You look quite upset about it. <laughs> I mean, but if you're going to get dragged out of your bed on a Sunday morning, you want the doctor to go, oh. I, well. I, just, I really want to like, oh my goodness, sir. Yeah. These are amazing allies. It's like getting all the way through the finals and then turning up at the at the big show and I'm just going, no, I'm not fussed on you. And they're like, but everyone told me I was amazing all everyone the way, on the way They said my, my name was going to be in a paper. <laughs> this has taken a year. <laughs> I think I was there for 10 minutes. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, so do you want to talk about your Christmas? Was my like, Christmas was completely uneventful. I mean, unexciting in every single way. I loved it. It was yeah. okay. Did you spend it here then? Yeah. I, no, I just had my Christmas around my mum's house with Susie and uh, Boxing Day down at my brother's house. Nothing exciting presents? happened. Any cool presents? I got a camera bag that I wanted. Okay. Ooh. Camera Did bag. Did you know you were getting it? That I sent to Susie. <laughs> oh, and that was the one you were bag. worried was maybe a, bit, maybe a bit beyond reach. Got the camera Very bag. Very good. Mm. Absolutely. Very good. Nice. Perfect Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, was, how was your presents? Uh, my presents were good. I got uh, Hannah got me some. Oh, oh, Hannah makes me boke. She probably got you thoughtful presents. Uh, <laughs> boo, boo for true love. Boo. Um, we were doing small Christmas because we're going to Disneyland. Small Sorry, Christmas. Ron. Oh shit! So are we? I'm... Oh, <laughs> do you know what? I, do you know what I was thinking? Do you know what I was thinking? Right, whenever we priced up our Disneyland trip, you get we... room for one one more adult. No, not not room for one more adult. But it would be cheaper if you brought someone. Else. <laughs> <laughs> it, I don't think it's. I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility that us three could go to Disneyland for a weekend. Ooh! Like, it's not... Uh, my, you say that, right? But my, tri- can... my trip was so much cheaper than I was expecting <laughs> because we're going at the end of January hmm. that I was like, oh, that's, that's you know, very, very reasonable. And we're staying in, in a center parks, which has got a shit ton of stuff to do anyway. Like, it's... I'm 
It's doable. I'm just, throw, I'm just throwing that out. It's, yeah, it's not beyond yeah. the, the... I'm struggling to figure out when we all three of us can go and see cats and whether oh, I, can, yeah. I can afford I mean, to do that. I mean, now that Because Annette's already gone, I would like to go see cats. So oh, me to go... Annette! Oh. <laughs> me to go, I'm going to Disneyland with Ron and Scott. <laughs> Bye! Well, look, it's Susie's birthday. Susie's 30th in two months' time. Ooh. And I've been... What's the age difference there again? I've been swinging massive hits going like, do you want to go somewhere? Do you want to go somewhere just like in France? <laughs> <laughs> And, and the bit is not about, being taken. What about, what about somewhere about 40 minutes just outside Paris? Hey, just, shall I tell you where I'm going in Disneyland? We're, 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 Disneyland? We're, we're staying in the Marvel Hotel. Oh, so it, it doesn't open until June? Oh, yeah. 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 So we're staying in the Marvel Hotel. Do you know what's weird? You get free artwork. Did what? Yeah, so it, it says... I thought you, that was bring your own. <laughs> He's going to start putting up pages of yours in the hallway. Just in case somebody from Marvel wanders in and goes, that looks good. Pay for this room with a picture of the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what it said in the thing whenever we were booking. It's like, get exclusive artwork whenever you book for the Marvel Hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah, it'll be rubbish prints. I'm just like, where do you want me to put this? You want to put it in my suitcase and take it home and then put it on my fucking wall? Mm, Nah. Um, But it's supposed to be covered. But we told Ralphie, it was Ralphie's birthday on Monday. It was and his fourth birthday, him. and we told him that we're going to Disneyland mm-hmm. in three weeks. And super um, excited. And he, yeah, he's really excited now. Annette, Annette thought the kids would be mad excited because this is Disneyland. But because she'd already pulled this exact same trick last Christmas, they were sort of expecting it anyway. <laughs> well, they think it happens every year now? Yeah, they just assume that's part of Christmas now. Oh, but geez, I hope Ralphie doesn't think he goes to fucking Disneyland every birthday. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, it's time to let him down gently. Why didn't you just tell him you were going and he wasn't? Like Ron's parents would do, would do, would have been a. Good... To be honest, I don't. So, think I mean, look how well it stood him. He's at, in the that, years he's at that age where if we had told him that, he wouldn't have given a shit. Um, other than the fact that we were going somewhere oh, so without you him, to, you have to wait a while. Oh, that's a good. That's a good. That's like a good he's lesson. he's valuable. And he does things. What? It does the most damage then. It mm. really stings. But the he thing didn't, is, he it didn't, didn't really... sting you at the time. It's it did. You I was we furious. Were... No, but you'd forgotten about it until yeah. we talked about it in the podcast. No, no, forgotten and repressed are two different things. But no, if we had, if we hadn't have shown Ralphie the little video of where we were going, he wouldn't have known what Disneyland was. But he knows Mickey and he knows Buzz and <laughs> yeah, like yeah. He, you know Darth Vader is there and oh, he'll be all that kind of stuff. Like he's, he's there, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's only like I think there's only like two or three rides that he can't go on because of his uh, height. There's a lot of rides he can't go on. No, he's like, there'll he's, be rides you want to go on. No, but even like even things? I think that the 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 tall the, the the even like Space Mountain stuff, it's like one meter forty, and he's like one meter fifteen or something mm. like that. So we, most of them are like one meter ten and below. Ah, so he's okay. fine enough. Well. Um, what was um? What I was, was going to say, speaking of Disney related Christmas disappointments, oh oh oh, did anyone see Star Wars? Yeah, oh. I did. I saw Star Wars. I saw. Star I was Wars. not going to. No one wanted to see Star Wars in my house. No one. Okay. And I didn't Good. Go it. by yourself. And I went. Oh, I didn't. I felt like it was. And that was like. I really want to see that cats though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like every no one. And I was going. Oh, I'd have to watch the other one. I haven't seen that yet, so I should watch that first. And the boy. Good. It's the good one. Nathan goes, well, I don't want to. I'm not fussed about going to see it. Although I nearly was got Nathan him to concerned go, the goodies were going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Um, and he went. Oh, I know what I know what happens in it now. So you know. So are we going to talk spoilers then? I think I mean, it's I, been long. I, I hope Pablo's seen it. Time. Otherwise, yeah, he's he's fine. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's about, about time. time. Okay. Um, so I ended up going. Forget, I'm going to go on my own. And I looked at, at that point. I looked at the cinema. It was three pound for a ticket. I went brilliant. So I went to see it for three quid. It was good. Maybe we had to see it for it free. Was empty. It was empty. Cinema was empty. I went at midnight. Not a good sign. Oh, on the Thursday. Oh, I you to, you were there for yeah. I was there at that midnight on the peak Thursday. Peak disappointment. Yeah, it was. 
queuing for the snacks at, mid- at, at midnight on the Wednesday night, <clears throat> it was like being at a Unabomber convention. <laughs> And, literally, and, literally anybody in that room could have a, been an active shooter or a comic con i mean i mean even at comic no even at comic con there's some like even Girl, in belfast girls. there's like diverse there's some diversity but this was just like pasty white guys. sausage fest and <laughs> that they all had sausage fingers they all, like <laughs> yeah so yeah so i went at midnight and oddly i had booked just to go by myself because nobody else wants to go at midnight with me yeah. that's fine um and picked my seat, the seat in the section where I generally try to book mm-hmm. because it's in the middle, good, yeah, good seat, in yeah. middle good seats, and it was in the max screen. Um, and ended up sitting beside a friend, a friend who I've known for what twenty odd years from mm-hmm. school, wearing his um, bathrobe. No, <laughs> no, but he is a, he is a, a massive fan. But we ended up sitting next to each other. Um, uh, there's a there is a lot to unpack with this film. There is. There are. We, we could, were the we, colors? Like we could have done a whole show. Just we could, do, yeah. Like there are, there are a lot of really good moments in this film. I would agree. There are a lot of really good moments, but they are <clears throat> stuck together with stuck, shit. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it's like it is literally like they've thrown shit at a wall, yeah. and everything is stuck, mm. good and bad. They're. I thought right. I thought the um, what do you call them? The the uh, the uh, two blokes in it. They were good. The two blokes in it. Yeah, Finn and Poe. Finn and, Finn and Poe. Them two. Yes. I thought this is as a heterosexual man. I'm all in for this uh, gay relationship these two are having. This is fine with me. Well, Disney then, saw you coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then and then they they kind of went shit. This is these guys look a bit gay. We should th- throw some girlfriends at both of them. Yeah. Nothing, and, nothing like, too serious. But. Yeah. Wait, who, who does Poe end up with? Poe Poe makes eyes at Zori. Well, here's the thing, right? Zori? In a film, in a film uh, like Felicity, this, what's her name? The thing Felicity. with you don't actually see her like face. She's got this mask on. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. It's it's, plant- it's, it's, uh, it's Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell. Yes, Felicity. <laughs> yes, I, I haven't. I don't know what Felicity is. Oh, it's her TV show. She was in for years. All right, I don't write it. So, so, so yeah, they both get like a love interest just chucked at them at the last minute, and they're yeah, like they couldn't yeah. appear any. Like, and then the thing that really annoyed me about stuff like this is that like you watch a, a film like this, there's a big ensemble cast, and and you kind of think, is it a big ensemble? Well, cast, I mean, though? in theory, in theory, it is, but there's like one key person of color in it, and you think, oh. Well, you know, they could pair up with anyone. Oh, look, there's another person of colour, a woman. That, well, that, that sorts that out. I, I thought that was suspect as fuck. Yeah. I was watching this going... But the well, nice thing is they explain they explain her existence by hinting that she's probably the daughter of... Of, of Lando, Lando. The other black guy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, what? It's just like it's someone, someone in the retina room going, well, I mean, they probably all know each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's a big yeah. universe, but not for those My, guys. There is there is kind of an in-universe explanation in that there's a planet where the black people come from, I think. Really? I think so. Oh. I think I think there's like where, where Lando this is comes as from. As suspicious as Warhammer 40k, which is deeply racist to the point where they call the big building in Nottingham the Reichstag. That's what the locals call it because it is predominantly filled with white people and it has a big kind of uh, metal winged thing on front of it. <laughs> the, the Warhammer building? Yeah. Yikes. Oh, Wow. <laughs> It's, it's. I mean, it's awesome, but yeah. it is, and it's got a big marine guy outside of it. But, but it does look I mean, like the right, okay, right from the start, I got very annoyed at um, how much sideline they did with the Rose character. Yes, yeah, Marie, yeah. I mean, I felt so bad for that actress, Kelly Marie Tran, who must have got a script and was like flipping through it excitedly, going, 
Can't wait to see what I'm doing in this yeah. one. Can't oh, right, the, the team's going on a mission. Here we go. This oh. is my... Oh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang back. I'm going to hang back and here. hang out with the actress who's dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm doing in this they, one. Uh, my biggest... My, uh, literally, is, literally, they said, General uh, General Leia needs, asked her, me to stay. needs her to do something. Yeah. So, like, the character who's doing nothing yeah. wants her to do even less. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, like, a lot of the problems, I think, with it are what i'm referring to as johnson revisionism well yeah and i think that they go out of their way to dig at like, and remove the last jedi it's like trump with obama <laughs> i mean it's just yeah, yeah just kind of pick away to the point where there's things that i didn't notice i, I did go to see it a second time because i had a free, a free night and free. i was like eh, why not um and i did like it a little better the second time mm. um but what i noticed was so again we're in spoiler territory but whatever <laughs> Mm. C-3PO gets his memory erased. Mm. This and is then, the only good time they've ever used C-3PO. I know, this, it in, was brilliant. In nine films, it was brilliant. he and, actually did something. And then they undo it all. Yeah. Because R2-D2 had a backup. I mean, to be honest, that must have tickled you. I, I was watching one. I was like, I was watching one. Somebody must be backing him up somewhere. Someone's keeping a backup. That's really unusual <laughs> but, for sci-fi films. But <laughs> the backup only is only up until the end of The Force Awakens. So what they've erased from him is Literally. everything that happens in The Last Jedi. Well, this always happens. People get really into backing up and then they leave the drive at home. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, How do you think that backup process works? Uh, I assume... He, he puts that stick in his face and the... the, uh, and the I bit, just assume... And the whirly bits he enters RTD <laughs> from behind... <laughs> I'm just standing there for 90 minutes. One, do you think Luke walked in one day and they were interfacing together and went, what's I think going that's, on? I think that's why R2-D2 was under a blanket in Force Awakens. <laughs> you go under there and you think about what you did. It's like, I, look, <laughs> you told me you were backing up. You told me it was a backup. Oh, he backed up. <laughs> R2, time to back up. <laughs> it's, it's got so many meanings. Uh. I oh, it's funny. I don't I, I think <clears throat> if you care to delve down the Reddit rabbit hole on some of no, this stuff. No, no, no. There no, seems no, to no, be no, no, and Dominic Moynihan no, no, who no, no. Let, literally I could name about five characters who Kelly Marie Tran should have had all their dialogue. Yeah. Hmm. Um but <clears throat> Dominic Moynihan has come out and said that he hopes that there's a director's cut because who's, who's Dominic, Dominic Moynihan? Moynihan is the Hobbit. Oh yes, that's, and he, I thought, and he I appears in Charlie from Lost. In it? It's like why well, is cause, he? Because he was in Lost. He was in Lost and JJ. Uh, JJ yeah. likes to use his own. All his I, I, apparently, he won that role in a bet. Oh, did he? Oh, Jesus Christ! Me. So awesome. Um, he has said that he hopes there's a director's cut because there is stuff that he texted JJ the night after they film it, finished filming, being like, oh my God, that was amazing. I can't wait to see what it looks like. And it's not in the film. Mm-hmm. And there is, there, I think Disney have had quite a strong hand in cutting the film. And I think that's why it's such a mess because there is oh, no way. At least the Snyder cut nonsense there is, for this. I don't is know. Maybe there's, there's no way that that <clears throat> film exists on paper the way it exists mm, on film. Yeah. That the, the, narratively and even from a structural context of what scenes follow what, it's all over the place. There are scenes where, there are scenes where you you at the start, Finn says something like, um, uh, he says something along the lines, of, not where's Ray because that's in uh, Last Jedi, but there is something alluding to uh, where Ray is or what she's doing, and it cuts to a First Order 
scene, and then it cuts to Ray floating with the rocks. Yeah, like it, there there are things in there that make absolutely no narrative sense and no filmmaking sense that just completely baffle me. But then they do some like it's the two best performances from Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley. They are Adam Driver's great. They are both brilliant <clears throat> in it, yeah. and you know even more so because what they got wasn't was, mm. is it, very little so much to work mess. with. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wish they didn't kiss. Yeah, yeah. I was not yeah. for that. I, I, I just I. That, well, that was it more felt, it felt look, very it felt very for you. Like, I've, I've kissed people in less fraught circumstances than that. <laughs> still, he's still a mass murderer. Like, just give him a hug and then let him die. Oh yeah. yeah. To, to my mind, there's no redeeming that character. But there's no, also, there's also there's been no. I mean, there hasn't appeared to be any sexual chemistry between them at any stage. Oh, apart from when shirt off, high waist in Last Jedi. <laughs> that might be just you. Uh, I, well, you know. Nothing can't be a high waist. When he was wearing his man high waistband, yeah. Yeah, Adam Driver is a very peculiar looking man. I don't necessarily read that as a sexual kiss. I read that as a we've gone through something terrible together. This is a goodbye kiss. This is not a thing you ever offered me when we've done anything terrible together. And I just want to say now, don't. I think it was more of a human moment than a, uh, well, than a romance that, if, moment. But if but. that's the case, I feel like he should have got consent first. <laughs> in the present, I mean, in the present climate, it, you can't just go through something with somebody and yeah, then be like, "But uh, it was all, kiss. it was all framed like the Zeffirelli Romeo and Juliet." Movie. Yes, it, it, yes, it was it kind was. of meant to be echoes of that. Um, um, I, mean, I just, I never bought the, any sort of frisson of relationship. I mean, no. I, <laughs> I bought the, I bought it because they were the she. He's the only other person that knows what she's going through. Yeah, but that, I mean, even that's a bit of a tentative. I was but never on board with them as a no. They don't. They absolutely don't. But everyone in Star Wars knows everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one big knock and shop. It's, there's no, you know, <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing in the Star Wars movies makes me feel less like it's a big universe than everybody knows everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it it. it it has. It just has the effect of making the galaxy seem like such a small tiny, place. Tiny place. And yeah. the thing. And the thing about it is, for everybody knowing every knowing everybody, they have moments where. They were also distant, and you, what what I what, what I mean is, so there's the the moment whenever Finn is talking to the other deserter whose name I forget his love interest. Um, I think her name is Lady Finn. Lady Finn, um, and he realizes that she was in the First Order and she was also a stormtrooper and she's also a deserter. Yeah, and there's a moment when they're talking and they're they're connecting they're over prob- that. They're probably thing. brother and sister. And Billy Dee Williams is both of their dads. <laughs> well, do you know what? That was a rumor whenever whenever um, Force Awakens came out. Everyone thought that Lando's probably that's, Finn's dad. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Well, why would that be the case?" And then, that's a stu- that's a stupid, stupid idea. Yeah. Wait, two films later, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one other black person, Lando must. Well, yeah. and, and that line from Lando at the end. That, that, I bet. Oh, you, yeah. I bet you. They wrote it as this might be your daughter, and he read it as oh, so I'm Lando's on, like, well, I'm hitting on the sexy girl, <laughs> eh? Okay, I must be put, I must be macking on someone. Yeah. Here. <laughs> so my uh, all all I wanted from that scene was for her to tell him that they deserted because of him. They oh, heard yeah, about, they heard they about a deserter, incident. yeah, yeah. And, and and all of a sudden that scene becomes yeah, massive. Bigger, yeah. But it's just but it's just disconnected now, yeah. and then. When the when the Armada shows up at the end, when all of the good guys show up, it's Lando flying the Falcon, and Lando means fuck all to anybody in this movie. Yeah, mm. nobody gives a shit about Lando apart from fans. And mm. whenever he turns up, it's like whenever whenever Falcon turns up in Endgame, and he says on your left, that means everything. Oh, in that moment, that means everything yeah. to Steve Rogers. But it's the same Lando ending. means nothing they, to they, anybody. They, they just they were kind of going, how do we end this film? Well, let's just end it the way Endgame did. 
Yeah. Let's just, let's just have everyone show up. It should have been <laughs> Kylo. It should have been Ben Solo flying his father's ship, mm. having turned to the 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 light. The light. That's who should, and then and then everybody knows his sacrifice. Everybody knows what he did. He's redeemed. Instead, he fought a couple of fancy dress fuckers who did no nothing in the whole thing, nothing right. in any the of Knights the three of films. The, the, kind the of red cosplayers. The Knights of Ren who turned up in the first movie as a flashback. Oh, they've all vanished and died and been killed. Oh, the Knights of Ren—they like, they look fucking it's... badass. I can't wait to see what they do with them. Oh, there's going to be a scene where seven other guys fight Ray and Kylo in the next film. I mean, oh, it's not them. All right, okay. <laughs> So I they're going to were them because they were no. just wearing darky dark stuff and I don't I don't think you can use that word. <laughs> um, I came out and I thought to myself that sounds bad, <laughs> but, uh, but I meant darkish clothing. No, they were red in the in the Last Jedi. Yeah, they were the oh, red. No, no, imp- no, they weren't the Knights of Ren. No, I know they weren't. But I, I was like, if you're gonna have if you're gonna have a fight against yeah. seven people who you've already established are Kylo's friends, yeah, then. Why not I have it be thought, them? I also thought the Emperor having this massive audience was a bit weird. Like, now, was the audience who, was the well, audience real or was the audience? I like, think the audience was uh, the spirits of the Sith. Okay, that's okay. That's fine. But oh, how many? I gener- have another question. There's always, I have another only question. ever two Sith. So how many generations of Sith would there have to be? Well, there, there to be it's, that not, many it's not that there wasn't only ever two Sith. Oh, the Sith imp- implemented a rule back in the Knights of the Old Republic. Back in the Knights of the Old Republic days, there was like twelve of them. Yeah. Um, but I have another question, and I don't know, but it happened to me both times I watched it. If you got turned on, still, I don't <laughs> want to know. Is there two Richard Grants in, Richard E. Grants in this film? No, there's just the one. How would there be two? I'd, there is, there's a scene at, towards the end, and I don't know if it's just bad fucking editing again, because they have mashed mm. two bits together. I Where he's swear on the ship, is he? he's on one of the ships and he gives an order and then it cuts to another ship and they've they've crossed the line. So he's on the other side and he gives another order. And I was like, oh, he's like one of Snoke's clones. He's part of this cloning thing. And then there, nothing else comes with it again. And I, I, I left the cinema going, was there two Richard E. Grant or am I just am I? Just and, and you've that seen up? that twice. And I've seen it twice. Well, yeah. I, I want to know how, how did Donald Gleason piss off J.J. Oh Abrams? Oh, my God. First of all, I, I, I thought it was funny. Like he's like, I'm the spy, <laughs> and then and then have and then po- shot in the next scene. But then, but then po- posed like little. I knew it, and like their little like yeah. yeah. I mean, this sexual tension argument between Poe mm-hmm. and and Finn, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, and then just w- what an end. <laughs> what a start, also because I, I don't like understand whole- why you have a character who has been through the whole trilogy up to that point, and then you kill him just to have another character play that character to yeah, the end to of do the movie. The, to do the same thing. It yeah. seemed really pointless. Yeah. I mean, I I kind of I, I got his motives I was kind of fine would, with. Who are we talking about Do, now? Where Richard right. E. Grant shoots oh, Hux yeah, yeah. and says, we find the traitor, and then he pretty much plays Hux's character yeah, yeah, yeah. until yeah. the end. Suddenly, I think, suddenly Hux had a boss, which he yeah. had not before. But I think, I think, uh, suddenly Hux is middle again, management. Uh, thinking <laughs> yeah. about it now, that, that again strikes me as revisionism from the last jedi mm. because hux was a comedy character in the last jedi he was the brunt of the jokes mm. both from poe yeah. and from kylo ren and it it feels like their way of no we're going to go back to the really ruthless hux but we can't do that now so we, we see, need somebody this, else this film really was in la- i mean the real problem for, for me was 
the real lack of any stakes whatsoever. Yeah. And when just if you think something matters, they kill Chewie. And you're like, yes. they kill Chewie. And then I'm like, did Chewie die in it? I know the rules here. We don't see Chewie die. Chewie's not dead. Yeah, we didn't see, we don't see the body, not dead. You know, I didn't see a big, up close. Yeah. yeah I, that's that's what I wanted to see. Yeah. They should have killed Chewie. But also you the, would have known, also the you fact, would have known that, this, the fact, that things could matter. The Although fact Chewie, that this, this movie starts with Emperor Palpatine being alive again, you kind of instantly go, uh, oh, no deaths are important then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and that, that death, that overwrites everything that that happens in Jedi because Anakin Skywalker sacrificed I think that is an unconscionable thing to do in the movie is to is for for the sort of I'm going to say feeble-minded fools who who buy into this stuff I buy into it so if you're really really into Return of the Jedi and you believe that these movies all matter and then all of a sudden something comes along in the in the ninth movie and says well what you thought happened at the end of the sixth movie that didn't really happen yeah to come along and stamp over another director and writer's work like that, yeah. and and just change entirely how it how I it all plays out for people. From now on, that's what happens. I don't even you know? mi- I don't even mind that death doesn't mean anything because I, in the Marvel universe and in other comics and TV shows, I'm used to death not meaning anything. But in the Marvel, it's the, sac- it, it's, it's, it's the sacrifice, it's sac- the sacrifice of Anakin being mm. important. Yeah, well, you have six movies of like, this character's story, yeah. and then all of a sudden. Uh, he makes the ultimate sacrifice. You Sacrifices know. himself and everything he stood for 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 uh, three, four movies. And turns out, in reality, what all happened was Anakin, uh, the the Emperor's uh, energy bar just went doop and filled in another life. Yeah, and he's just he's just been he's operating behind again. the scenes for another I three movies. Like it felt so cheap. It, it, the the Emperor being back feels like. We need we need to to pull out of this oh, tailspin. We need a big bad. We need a bit. Yeah, we need the big bad. And, uh, do you know what? And do you know what's funny is. The Last Jedi is a polarizing film amongst Star Wars fans. It's not really polarizing to other people. Other people see it as a very good movie. Yeah. It has a 98 or 99% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes from critics. Yeah. It has a 60% or 55%. It's got like thirty seven percent. Oh, is it lower than that fans. from from fans? But that's brigading. That's people just going that's, there yeah. and putting it but down. But it feels like Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm looked at that. And went okay. How do we how do we write the ship when they shouldn't have? Yeah, they didn't it's need they didn't need to write any of so any directions. of that ship. I think this is the nail in her coffin. I think I think she. she well, I, think I wouldn't she, be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Kathleen Kennedy was planning to retire after this anyway, or yeah. at least step away from Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, you know, what, what more can be said with, yeah. with Star Wars? It's you know to to take on a, a sequel trilogy to probably arguably the biggest trilogy of all time and not have a plan. Not have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Whether you not whether whether or not you want to have three different directors direct it, which they did. They had originally J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson, and Colin Trevorrow. Um, my my worrying thought was after seeing the last one, there was that it was always the plan to have Palpatine in there. Like this was always J.J.'s plan, but he just didn't really. Well, that's the thing. It. But the thing is, J.J. because wrote if this, you go back and watch the Force Awakens now, it kind of does make sense. But J.J. didn't write that. Irvin, Force Awakens? Ir- no, Irvin Kershner wrote it. Oh well, okay. Well, he still made the film. He said, "Yeah, he made. Yeah, he made the film." But it's not what He'd have got what I thought. What I think that they and, needed. And there's was definitely the same. there's definitely a lot of hints in Last Jedi. Obviously, that Ray is not just the, the, yes. the child of a couple of junkers. But this, well, this is another this is another problem that I have with it as well. Is Ray? So, if you go back to the prequels, and I'm I'm no fan of the prequels, but Anakin Skywalker is born of a virgin birth. His he is he is his mother is a virgin and he is born and look it just says that there was no father. Yeah. Shmi was not a virgin. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, there was no father. There was no father. There's no father, and he is made up. He is made up of the force. Shmi gets around. <laughs> now, when you say it like that, all I think of is Bob Hoskins and <laughs> Cook. Um, so he is made up of the force, and that is the force writing itself. It senses an imbalance in the force, so it creates him to bring balance back busy. to the fourth. To the force. The fourth. Why couldn't that just be Ray? I will say this. Why could like why couldn't she be the force coming to right the ship okay. in this one? I, it doesn't I, need doesn't need to be related to anyone. I will because say. what the, what the last Jedi did, Peter doesn't like it up. Oh no, I know. <laughs> what the last Jedi did was show that there are other people out there who are force sensitive. Yes. You don't all have to be fucking related. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's an argument to be made that like you know the Skywalker and Palpatine lines are related anyway. You know if uh, if. If, as the the extended universe suggests, that there was some sort of involvement in making the baby indish me, yeah, from the emperor from in the, the first emperor, place, yeah. So like, if he was like the the, the four sexy daddy, yeah, of Anakin, <laughs> then the Skywalkers are all like half Palpatine anyway, yeah. But that's so, what that's what Finn was trying was to that, tell Ray. Was, was that duality thing they talk about? Two sides of the Force. Uh, oh, yeah. don't get me started on new, a Force that's dyad. A new th- that's a new, that new thing. thing that's a new yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, I, will, I, will, I want to just want to say the the last film, the last Jedi, left me feeling like I have no idea where this place, yes. this thing will go. Yeah, and that's it. That was exciting. I do not know yeah. what's going to happen here. Like and I saw armies like, of Force sensitive children. Like when the, the kid picks up the broom at the end, I was like, oh shit, we might have like a whole bunch of Jedi's. Maybe Kylo Ren kills a bunch of fucking kids yeah like like anakin like anakin did like but that was the thing that finn was trying to tell ray twice in the film he says i have something to tell you what he's trying to tell her is that he's force sensitive well that's what he that's what they're saying after that's what they're saying after the fact but i I have said since i've said since the force awakens that he was force sensitive because it it was I i thought it was apparently obvious how he was able to use a lightsaber and how he was able to shoot and fly the way he did but then they didn't do anything with it in The Last Jedi. I mean, but. yes, The Last Jedi made me feel like the possibilities in this universe are much wider than we ever yes. expected. And then they brought out this movie and they're like, no, it's just this. Yeah. yeah. It's just this tiny wee it's world. It's just us. It's just these 10 people. Yeah. And that's and, and they all, all know each there. other. They're all kind of related. Mm. And these two can just give out the force willy-nilly. And we're running over a bit here, but I feel everyone's been praising John Williams. I think John Williams dropped the fucking ball. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I, like, I, th- there is nothing in the score apart from... A couple of tweaks to Ray's theme, which really, which really stood out to me. Well, there was one moment that I was waiting for the whole way through the film. I was waiting to hear it, and it didn't happen. Now you saw the trailer before Christmas, mm-hmm. and it had that beautiful, like, new version of the Star Wars ma- march, where it kind of goes into this really majestic tears, you know, yeah, 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 sting yeah. in the eyes, yeah. um, you know, major resolution of it. And I was like, well, John Williams has clearly saved this for some yeah. amazing moment in the film. And it should have happened whenever all the the, the fleet the showed up. turned up, yeah. And he just played the same, the, the basic, the main yeah. Star Wars. But they theme. they did that in Force Awakens as well. They had the, the, the if you listen to the Force Awakens trailer, yeah, the really good one. The music in it is incredible, and it doesn't appear. And at the end of the film, I kind of decided that I think Star Wars makes amazing trailers, not great films. <laughs> do you know what it does? It, I think there's a if they leave the whole Anakin, all that stuff behind now. And just set small stories in in that Star Wars universe. I'd be very happy. Mandalorian because the Mandalorian's amazing. so good. The Mandalorian oh, is amazing. So good. I will argue that the Mandalorian is all right, but it's much better because it's not bogged down by anything else. Yeah. 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 Apart from that fucker, Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare speak ill of Baby Yoda. 
Anyway, I think that's probably enough for this week. That's our show. So um, we will be back in a week's time, and um, we're probably going to continue this discussion, to be honest. So we'll see you no, in a not. week's time. <laughs> no, look, let's just drop the drop the charade. <laughs> Go to Patreon. Week. Give us money on Patreon. Wait a week, and we'll be back. Patreon.com forward slash Sunny Thanks to podcast. Pablo for producing the show as well. Pablo's just pushing buttons. Any monkey can do it. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha